three, two, one. Let's go. Hello, guys. Welcome back to. Oh, I got a notification. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Foodie Talks episode 22. I think. <laughs> and holy shit. What a week at a Premier League. Hey, Premier League, here we go. What a crazy results we got today. Or this weekend, my bad. This weekend. Let's start with, obviously, let's start with the big names. Like First off, let's start with Man City versus Brighton. And guess who won? Obviously, Man City. What was the score again? Fuck, I should have gotten the score. Fuck me. Yes, Man City versus Brighton. Guess who won? Man City beat Brighton 3-1. And let's bring the Holland count. Did Holland score today? Did Holland score this weekend? He did. Twice. And not even better, it was not just a cherry pick. One goal was kind of a cherry. No, actually, that one goal, he got assist from Ederson. Okay, okay, from a goalkeeper. Okay, I see that. Ederson assisted to Holland for that beautiful goal. You do. Holland's a monster, dude. You saw that. You blocked that motherfucker. And like, god damn. And that was beautiful. But he get, he did get a pen. And dude, he did he executed perfectly. That penalty was beautifully well placed. Like I'm not gonna lie, I thought he was just a cherry picker. I guess he could score penalties now too. Holy shit! Congratulations, Holland. But yes, Man City are currently in second with 26 points behind, still behind Arsenal. How am I? Why am I surprised? Because Arsenal tied up recently against Southampton. And bruh, bruh, what the fuck, bruh? Arsenal lost against. Well, not, they, didn't, they didn't lose, but it feels like a loss because, dude, Arsenal could have went ahead, ahead of a Man City. Like, I mean, they still are ahead. But Man City's getting closer to Man- Arsenal. Legit, this was Arsenal's chance to actually go ahead. But they they tied against Southampton. Southampton, a team that's like in fifteenth place with twelve points. They are doing the greatest. They're, they're obviously a mid mid average team, and yet they tied. This is how crazy about Premier League. And it's even crazier later on. But that's how crazy it is. Like Arsenal fucked up big time this time, and I'm not gonna lie. Like they had a good chances. They controlled the game too. Odegaard scored, but apparently it didn't count. But, like, damn, dude, this could have been Arsenal's chance to actually, like, go forward and, like, not have to worry about Man City every single fucking weekend. But now they got to worry about Man City every fucking weekend now. Damn, dude. God damn it, Arsenal. But, hey, they're still in first with 28 points. So, props up to that. But it gets even crazier. If you thought that score was crazy, bruh, let's talk about Liverpool versus Nottingham Forest. What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? What? Oh my god. Liverpool loses against Nottingham Nottingham. I can't even say the fucking team name. But Liverpool lost against Nottingham Forest 1-0. That is crazy. What a disappointing game for Liverpool. What a disappointing season in general for Liverpool. Like, I'm sorry. Even that Man City win, like that's, yeah, that's congrats, but like, they lost against Nottingham Forest, a team that's in 20th place, a team that spent 148 million euros last summer just for no fucking reason. This team, Nottingham Forest, has no chemistry. This team is a brand new, fresh team, and they beat Liverpool. Liverpool, a team that's like, oh, I even I, even, I thought they were going to win the Premier League. Nah, dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, I feel so bad for Liverpool. Like, I got... I, the thing is, like, I'm, I can't be like too mad because I feel like they. What I'm starting to feel like is Liverpool. Their team is starting to like getting fatigued. They're getting tired. Their team is not. They don't have enough. Don't have, they don't have enough players to rotate. And like the team is just getting tired. And I'm not gonna lie. Like you can't blame them. Like the world. The World Cup is happening. So like a bunch of games are just being piled up with these players. And that's why. Like, it's just kind of like 
bugging me a little bit. And like you could just definitely see for Liverpool because like they're not the richest club. Like other clubs like Man City, like Man City has multiple players to like rotate and everything. Liverpool, however, not so much, not so much. And Mohamed Salah is just ghosted, dude. What happened to Mohamed Salah? Like I'm sorry, but he is ghosted. Like he shouldn't, he shouldn't, he should be going off right now. Like this is his time to shine. Like he has no live, no, no World Cup to worry about. Nothing to be like. Just get like just. Dude, Mohamed Salah needs to step up. Like, I'm sorry, but like, he was ghosted that game. And the fact that they let not to him for us, a team with nine points and in 20th place, like the bottom of the table, like, that's just disappointing. Like, and like, the Liverpool had so much momentum by beating Man City and West Ham. And then they lost against Tottenham for us. This team, Liverpool needs to pick up their shit. Like, this is scary. I, 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 I don't know. They could go even further worse. Like, I'm not, I'm sorry. But, Oh, how bad? How low will Liverpool go this season? I have no idea. If Mohamed Salah, Diaz, and Nunez don't go well with each other, this could be a very scary season for Liverpool. Like, I'm so sorry for Liverpool fans, but this is this season I would want to forget. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> After that Liverpool talk, let's talk about one of the big matches this weekend. Let's talk about Arsenal. Arsenal. We're talking about Arsenal. Let's talk about Man United versus Chelsea. What a game that was. What a. Okay. Uh, my prediction was I thought it was going to be a 0 0 game because both teams are not doing that bad. Like, Graham Potter's pretty much unbeaten right now. And Man United are doing better without Ronaldo. <laughs> and, like, Man United's actually playing like a team without Ronaldo. <laughs> so, like, this this is so interesting. Like, I feel bad. Like, that, what a game it was. It was, a, it was a pretty intense game. Like, you saw both teams and everything. And, like, honestly, like, it was all Man United's game. I'm not going to lie. Man United did control the game. Chelsea had some couple of chances here and there, but Chelsea did lead the game first off. They, Chelsea did score first with a penalty with Jorginho. Obviously, Jorginho scoring that beautiful. His way he just scores penalties is just so weird and so unique. I love it. But anyways, yes, Chelsea scored first, but holy shit, Casemiro comes at the end and scores a header at the last minute. And the passion was so beautiful. And I'm like, wow, the crowd, I just, man, like, that makes me wish I was in, like, in the, makes me wish I lived in England, dude, and just experiencing that because it must have been so crazy just experiencing that. Like, that's crazy. Like, Man United actually are changing this line. Like, Man United... It's crazy to say that, but like the, it's the fact that they're doing so much better without Ronaldo, and like they're actually building a team. Like I, t- I, I my friend call, called it like you gotta give him time. You gotta give this team time, and like Ten Hag is actually changing this atmosphere. Like he actually like is acting like a coach, unlike like other previous coaches for Man United, like Olshire and like Ali and like all these other past Man United coaches. They weren't good coaches. Ten Hag is actually acting like a coach and like implement, implementing like it's rules and like there's no player bigger than the club or the coach and like the coach is the boss of the team and the fact that he stood stood up against Ronaldo and punished Ronaldo for leaving and not being not wanting to get subbed is like mind-blowing like major respects Ten Hag for doing that but like it's sad to say but like I, I like what he's doing right now like I like he's not like putting like the players that do not aren't doing good or not in form or don't deserve to be in the field. Like I like that he's doing that. But the thing is like it's a, it's sad to say but like why would you guys why would Ten Hag in the first place water Ronaldo? Like I get the leadership and everything but like you saw like he was aging. You saw he was he wanted to leave and everything. And like it just makes me it just bothers me like he's such a talented player. Like let the guys shine somewhere else and he want to play Champions League. Like how, what did Ten Hag say to Ronaldo to keep him? Like I'm sorry. I don't know what he said. I, I it it mind boggles me. Like, what? Become a captain? He hasn't been a captain at all. Like, I'm sorry, but like, 
Ronaldo, I told you, Ronaldo's such a negative attitude to the club, and he needs to leave this club immediately. They, they should have left him. They should have left him. Man United could have been way much better right now if they sold Ronaldo before the transfer window, after, before the transfer window ended. Like it's crazy to me, but like it's sad to like what did Ten Hag's tell um, tell Ronaldo before the transfer window ended? Like and like maybe maybe not none of the clubs want him, but like it's sad because like he has so much, like. He wants to play. He wants to play soccer. He wants. He wants to play football. He wants to like leave a mark. So he's still, he's still Ronaldo. Like he's still a goat, and like he wants to enjoy his last moments. And like he obviously wants to play Champions League. Like why take it away from him and make him become make him sit in the bench for like nine eighty eighty five minutes of the game and just getting subbed for five minutes? It just it doesn't make sense. Like Ten Hag did him dirty. Like I I respect that he's becoming the coach and punishing these players and everything but they should have let Ronaldo leave like before the season started like I'm sorry and like I don't know that's interesting like poor Ronaldo like yes so Man United are in sixth place with 20 points and Chelsea are in fifth place with 21 points but okay Chelsea Chelsea is interesting Chelsea you gotta give props to Kepa Kepa is different this year Kepa is not the same Kepa from last year Kepa actually is starting in the Premier League games Kepa is actually saving goals let's start with this Kepa so far has started five Premier League matches and four four Champions League matches that's crazy compared to last year last season Kepa appeared four times last season with and appeared one time in Champions League. That is crazy to me. Like Kepa's changing. Kepa's different. I thought Kepa was ass back then. I thought I still. I mean, Kepa. No, my thoughts to Kepa. He's actually a decent goalkeeper now. I think he's actually giving competition to Mendy now. That's going to be interesting when Mendy comes back. Like this, these two are going to now. Now Mendy has competition with Kepa. like, like Mendy. Needs to be worried because, dude, Kepa has three clean sheets so far this season. Three and only allowed two goals, dude. That is crazy. He has gotten 23 shots shot against him and he blocks them. That's crazy to me. And, like, his save percentage is 91. That is crazy. And his contract ends at June 2025. Do you think he will stay longer? I don't know. It's kind of intriguing to me because in Champions League, too, he only allowed two goals. And has two clean sheets in Champions League. And those two clean sheets, guess who were they against? AC Milan, a tough-ass team. Dude, Kepa is making a name for himself again. Finally, Kepa. Like, after spending so much money from, like, people, we all thought that he would, Chelsea spent way too much money. But, dude, he's getting his confidence back, and he's acting like a fucking goalkeeper. Holy shit, Kepa. Keep it up, Kepa. Kepa, ah, good shit, Kepa. Like, that is why Chelsea is successful right now. Part of the reason why Chelsea is so successful is because of Kepa. Now let's talk about one of the most shocking games so far this season. Like, the most shocking, the most impactful, crazy game so far. It was Tottenham Spurs versus Newcastle. Tottenham, right now in third place with 23 points. And Newcastle are right now in fourth place with 21 points. Wow. Newcastle, 21 points, fourth place. Champions League position right there. Position. I can't even say the fucking name. Fuck. <gasps> Newcastle United are in the Champions League place right now. Wow. And guess and guess who won that game? Newcastle United. Newcastle United beat the Spurs 2-1. That is crazy. Eddie Howe has officially done it and some other big factors. <laughs> but that is crazy. Like, who would have known this Newcastle team would become a top team now? I mean, 
I thought they would become a top team like two years or three years prior, like ahead. But now though, now and like, dude, that's crazy. Like Eddie Howe, a team, a coach that coached for Bournemouth that we all thought that he wasn't the right coach for Newcastle has now made his has implemented his own style to Newcastle. And you could tell definitely tell Newcastle plays so much more different before the other coach. I'm pretty sure it was Steve Bruce that coached um, Newcastle. But this is a completely different Newcastle. Like the amount of money Newcastle spent 142 million euros last transfer window. And it's clearly showing and clearly you see the improvements. Like they have a, they built a team that can actually compete against the top teams. They are currently right now five wins, six draws, and one loss. And that loss was against Liverpool. And that loss was kind of iffy to me. And it was kind of, you know, question debatable. But dude, the fact that they are like competing against these teams and now are in fourth place that is crazy like a team big players now want to go in the club if they get if they qualify for champions league big players bro mbappe going to newcastle wouldn't be wouldn't be so shocking anymore but if newcastle qualify for the champions league imagine how many big players would want to go there now that is crazy maybe neymar who knows name is messi ronaldo dude what? I don't know. Anything is possible now. If Newcastle actually qualify for Champions League, bro, Newcastle will be a team to not mess with. Like, I'm sorry. And like, either way, big name, big name players already want to go in that club. Like Kieran Trippier, Alexander Usyk, like these big players are not going to this club right now. Like fucking shit, Karius is in the, the team now. Like what the fuck? Like dude, players like Jolton, Bruno Guimaraes, Gumaras, I can't even say that name. Fuck. Like Jolton, he's an he's an attacking midfielder, dude. M- big props. Like that man actually like controls a midfielder, controls a midfield. Bruno Gamaraz, I can't even say him, but he is making a name for himself too in that club. Like he is a defensive midfielder, and he's actually playing pretty fucking good in that club right now. I'm pretty sure he has like four assists right now. But dude, that is crazy. Like also these players that also players that have been in the club for many years are actually naming. Are actually making a name for themselves, aka Miguel Amaron. Miguel Amaron is a guy to not mess with. Twenty-eight years or year old guy, a guy who came from Atlanta United. Shout out to MLS baby. <laughs> but Miguel Amaron, that is crazy. Like he is worth nineteen million right now. He got signed from Atlanta United in twenty nineteen, and now this man he's making a name for himself this year right now because dude, last year he appeared thirty. 30, 30 times in the Premier League and only had one goal. Now, he is so far has appear, has played 12 matches out of 13 with six goals. That is crazy. Damn. that This team is looking quite scary, not going to lie, dude. Wilson, too. Wilson is pretty fucking good right now, too. 33, year, 33 years old, but he has four goals and one assist. And hey, this team is actually looking like... And like Pope, too. Pope... From Berlin, the goalkeeper from Berlin, he's actually not playing that bad. Like, he's actually a pretty good goalkeeper, and I'm not going to lie. And that's kind of crazy. And, like, Tottenham Spurs, they lost against, and, like, no, I'm not going to lie. Newcastle is a team not to mess with. Newcastle, could they could they qualify for the Champions League this year? Imagine if they do. If they do, I think we might be looking for Newcastle winning the leaks later on this, this year, or these couple years. Like, dude, Newcastle... 
good shit. <laughs> Damn, who would have thought? And the Spurs, though, they've they been, they've been, they've, okay, but come on. The Spurs, I hate how, like, people are saying, like, oh, Conte's job is in danger and everything. Bro, the Spurs are in third place right now. How is his job endangered? Like, yeah, that he lost three games in a row, but, like, come on. Third place with 23 points, competing against Man City and Arsenal. Like, what? Conte's job shouldn't be endangered. Heck, we should be praising Conte right now. Like, bro, Newcastle United, if, even if they lost to Newcastle United, it shouldn't be that big of a shock because Newcastle United is a team to not mess with. with a team to not mess with this season. I'm sorry, but don't... Conte gain sack? No. No, 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 no. But yeah, I think that's it. That's it for um, my my Premier League talk. I'm gonna keep this podcast short right now. But yeah, thank you for listening. Follow me. You can follow Foodie Talks on um, TikTok, Instagram, and you can listen to on Spotify. And please subscribe on YouTube. And yeah, thank you for listening and watching. And yeah, have a good day, guys. And peace. (laughs)